0: Hello and welcome back to this week's French Football Weekly Podcast. I am your host, Chris, and I'm delighted to say I've got two friendly faces here to talk with me this week. Otherwise, it would just be me talking all the way through and that was never going to be fun for anyone. Uh, First of all, welcome back, Mr. Jeremy Smith. Hello, Jez. Hello. Uh, Have you had a good week, Jez? I I think you've been enjoying lots of Brighton things this past seven days, haven't you? Uh,
1: Yeah two fantastic results one against our biggest rivals and one against my brother-in-law's team so yeah pretty
0: good <laughs> few days. good times good times <laughs> um and and only i'm um, having some fun at brighton i've noticed as well um and uh also we have the host on the buttons as usual it is phil good evening phil good evening right and uh and again a mixed week for you in terms of um... the team we're going to touch on in a bit anyway so we'll mm. come on to that in a minute right let's get on with the things we've got lots to get through and a limited amount of time this evening so we are going to get straight on with the uh, european action which seems like a million million years ago now but uh we're, we're going to kind of gloss over europa league a little bit uh basically all you need to know is marseille have gone uh, bordeaux yeah. have got uh, no chance now or uh, a mathematical chance yeah. So basically, it's no not chance.
2: going to happen,
0: no, and uh, and Ren as well. Um, very much if,
2: a... if if they beat Astana, they're through, but looking at them, uh,
0: yeah, more on them at the moment. Um, and then as for Monaco in the Champions League, uh, enough said here, let's move quickly forwards. But we are going to talk about Leon and PSG, uh, because they represent the best opportunity for the knockout stages. Um, and let's start with Leon, Jez. Uh, they put in another brilliant performance um, further uh, further confirming my thoughts that Guardiola is a massive fraud but we'll <laughs> leave that to one side um, <laughs> but uh, all jokes aside um, or is it Leon put in a, a terrific performance unlucky I thought not to win this game it, it was almost a bit of that just when you go in front 1-0 and indeed 2-1 just sit in for 10 minutes but they couldn't do that on either occasion and City got away with the 2-2 draw were you impressed with uh, how Genesio's side took on Guardiola's man?
1: Yeah I was really impressed I thought um, the, the first result against Man City was obviously more impressive seeing as it was a win and it was away from home but you could have said you know, maybe very early on in the season a good time to play them before they really kick into gear and everything and, you know, Man City carried on where they left off last season in the Premier League. Um so, sorry, I hesitated because I was gonna make a joke about farmers leagues and one team running away with it. But maybe I won't. Um so for Leo, for Leon I thought this one before the match, I think Leon would definitely have taken a draw to, to sort of keep things in their in their hands and also because obviously Man City are rampant at the moment. Um, so I don't think Leon should be disappointed. But at the same time to come away thinking, you know, we took the lead twice, the second time very late on. It is a little bit frustrating. Um, I wouldn't say unlucky. I think the fact that it's happened a few times already this this group stage is, is already telling. But and you know, it's I think it's less of an issue conceding an equaliser to Man City than doing it however many times they did it against Coffenheim over two matches. So you know the, the crazy thing is that there's still a very good chance they won't qualify, and they're still unbeaten in the group, which which shows that they've left a few points out there, which they, they perhaps shouldn't have done. But certainly, the way they played against City, they showed no fear. Um, again, Aouar and Mbele not for the first time really stepped up for the big occasion and showed what classy players they are. I think we all know they're going to be huge and probably not long for. Uh, probably, you know, but not only really staying that long at Villa anymore. Yeah. Um, and uh, my favourite quote, I mean it's changed obviously since, but at the time, by the end of the match, Corne had scored thirty percent of the goals at Man City. <laughs> <laughs>
2: This is there's people on Twitter, um, Brits going, "Oh, who's this Cornet chap? We we must have a look at him." It's like seriously, this is this, this is weird. It really yeah, is. I mean, good for him, but this is weird. I've also, I've got
1: a feeling that he's only started. Well, I think he started one since and they got injured. But I think he only started two matches this season, and they were two matches against against City. So you know, the stick that Genesio is getting, there's some kind of genius in there somewhere. Yeah, um, <laughs> um,
2: I'm sure Tarek will tell us about it at some point in his uh, <laughs> mid-season roundup. But yeah, yeah I mean. Like you're saying, um I looked at the, the XG, Mike Cayley had it as two for Leon, 0.9 point nine for City. I mean they they that last Aguero goal, like you said, they didn't Leon didn't kind of just sit back and calm everything down, they got hit immediately. I mean, but also after I think last week I said year would be an idiot to play Raphael and um uh, he did and and it worked out fast. <laughs> it's like okay. Irony yeah, maybe well. he does know what he's doing
0: yeah and the, the, the um, you mentioned it briefly there Jasper and Don Belet and our certainly stood out amongst the you know, the, the performers on the night, uh, typical classic talk from the um, British media of oh it 's only a matter of time before they end up at man City. because of course, there are no other teams other than the Premier League, um, as mm-hmm. we all know, so uh, that's, that's almost certainly going to happen, and you can pretty much predict that someone like Burnley will pay at least forty million for cornne. In- <laughs>
1: <laughs> if, if they do, I hope or Southampton sign on fee in the contract.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's just seems so predictable. But I think fair play to Leon that that late was it late golf of Shakhtar, wasn't it? That um, means that it's going to go to the to the wire in terms of the last day. But um, uh, all they can do is, is go and win their game and, and hope for the best. So let's hope mm-hmm. that happens next. So if they, week. Do they need just the point? I think
1: it's
0: I think it so
1: depends. long ago now?
0: it's one of those isn't it that if one yeah, result if does that and if that does this and it's they, one of them isn't it?
2: they have to play Shakhtar, and At they're the on seven and are on five mm. so if they get a point there they're fine yeah if shaktar win then they go into second place
0: it would be very ol to um dramatically fall apart at the last minute but let's hope that that doesn't No, happen. but this
2: is a way in wherever the hell Shakhtar are playing their games at the moment so um, I think
0: it's yeah, yeah I think Kiev isn't it, at the moment so which is where we experienced last week um yeah not not a fun place to go to but like you say I think Leon just need to dig in and, and hopefully grind out the point they need mm-hmm. um but that leads us nicely on to the other big game of of the week um I'm going to try really, really hard not to go on a rant because we frankly haven't got the time. But there was some absolutely abysmal journalism after this game. Um, Jez, I'll I'll just open the floor to you. PSG winning the game (laughs) 2-1. Should have been three or four. I thought Liverpool were average at at, at very best. I'm sick and tired of hearing, well, if Verratti had been sent off, that just bores me. I'm also sick and tired of hearing, well, the Dirty French just dived all over the place when particularly Jordan Henderson and James Milner were guilty of just as much, uh, if, if not worse. Um, so after saying I'm not going to rant, I've just ranted. But what did you make of, of the, the, the big game PSG finally coming to the fore and proving that uh, the league they're in doesn't affect their uh, European form?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, first of all, the most sort of ranty points: Verratti should have been sent off. Agreed. PSG did do some play acting, and Neymar and Alves are clearly complete shit. But I un- understand. Right, I, I understand to a point the frustration, but Sane, I think. Uh, sorry, not Sane, M- Mane was, I think, diving around at least as much as any PSG player. I think he dived for the penalty. I think yeah, Neymar I was denied a clear-cut penalty. Yep. So I'm not going to say evens out, especially because of the Ravati one at first, but I think, yeah, the sour grapes and clock you can expect to point because he's the manager and he's going to protect his team and um, you know, Everton fans are so sore and, and, Saturday, but even despite the, the, the big smile with fake teeth and everything, he's not the classiest person around. So that was that's to be expected. But yeah, the, the commentary uh, and punditry you expect it a lot because almost every pundit is an ex-player. But some of it was absolutely ridiculous, and you know, this is, these are people who supported Gerard and Owen <laughs> two of the biggest divers in the game and it's just so tiresome this you know john foreigner and especially the horrible witch um club the funny thing is like I, a lot of the abuse that i've had for pointing things like this out from liverpool fans are basically saying exactly the same as what vsg fans say yeah basically. so but in terms of the football themselves i think PSG were were superb and it's hard to know where it it came down to PSG playing well and Liverpool playing badly, I guess it's a bit of both but the fact is that apart from the penalty which, although I think Mané died it was ridiculous the way that Maria died then he was asking for trouble Mm. Um, I I can't think of another save that we've had to make for another shot in had to face PSG, yeah they really were excellent And, and it's kind of great to see and also frustrating because um discounting Ligao, which obviously is is a completely different thing. My main issue with PSG this year in the Champions League is that no one questions the ability, it's the the heart and the mentality, and for the most part they just haven't shown it. There's been too many players walking, too many players disinterested, too many players being selfish, and for this match there was still an element of all of that, and I'm still furious on Romani's behalf, um, and Mbappe basically stopping a counter-attack in its tracks until his mate Neymar caught up with the play. But, but for the most part, everyone was exemplary. Um, mm-hmm. The defence looked, looked fantastic together. I and mean, you know, I even had to um, take my hat off to Thiago Silva, who, who, was, who was immense. Um, yeah, but, I mean, basically all the way through, again, I'm sort of trying to remember, it feels like a couple of weeks, I, couple weeks back already, but... They just they outplayed Liverpool I thought in every area and mm. fully deserved the win and it just shows that if the team play together as a team and play like they care and you wonder why they don't um, the rest of the time then they are capable of beating everyone. Yeah. And, yes, uh, I did a question and answer thing for for Liverpool like beforehand, and they said, you know, what do you think about the fact that PSG? Would, They've only won one match in the Champions League so far, and so well, I think it's more interesting that they've only lost one, um, and it shows that even when they're playing badly, they're capable of scraping out a result. So when they play well, they should be they should feel that they're capable of beating anyone. The thing and, again, and I think again as well, Tuchel. I wasn't one hundred percent sure when he was appointed, but I think you know, constantly, including in Liga, he's just shown what a great manager he is.
0: He's proving it, um,
1: isn't he? I think possibly there's a little bit of that behind Klotz, knowing about the diving and stuff. Yeah. It was shown up by this previous uh, position.
0: He got his oar in, didn't he? I, th- I think the thing that the thing that gets me, um, and I'll, I'll come to you in a sec, Phil, as well about this game. The, the, the Sort of things that stood out for me, and particularly in terms of how this game was reported in in England. Um, you know, obviously watching the English coverage was it, it's such double standards. You know, you've got you've got the British media who are. Uh, you know literally have to have certain parts of their anatomy prized out of Man City's behind Um, week after week when and I tweeted last night and said I uh, to be honest I find them quite dull maybe that's just me being bitter but genuinely I do and and saying that on the other on the same hand that PSG are this sort of dirty manufactured um, you know, side that, that's just all about the money. And and one thing that that I really really I get sick of, and it's probably more of a league thing than the Champions League thing, uh, when people talk about um, sort of spending power, and they say, well, you know, PSG would come in for this player, for that player, for that it, It's so lazy that nobody seems to understand that that PSG signed two promoting in the summer because of this this impending sort of financial thing <laughs> over their heads. it's it's, promoting
2: in his 200 grand's worth of handbags
0: well that that too but it's it's just such it's just so lazy you know that that nobody does any research because oh it's a little old psg from the quote-unquote farmers league and and the 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 biggest one that i laughed at the most was the incident where tiago silva uh, went over on the touchline um you clearly see basically sort of a whiplash effect where his head hits the turf. And I had Liverpool fans telling me he was cheating, which I found hilarious um, that, you know, in an, in an era, in a world where the slightest knock to the head should be treated, you know, whether it's Neymar or whether it's, you know, Johnny 80s Englishman, it doesn't matter how, how quote unquote hard or not you are. If there's a head injury, you stop the game. And, and if, if Liverpool were doing the same, I don't think anything would have been said. So I just found all that a little bit, um,
1: Hard no, I prefer, well. prefer yeah.
0: McManaman saying it was no way a penalty on Neymar. No, no, I, I completely agree. I, I mean that 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 was ridiculous. And you know, our Steve McManaman, Brexit means Brexit. Um, anyway, <laughs> that aside, just on the performance alone, Phil, did, did this um, performance give you? Does it make you think that if PSG got another, into another Barcelona scenario, shall we put it that they that they can come through it now and and that they could actually go all the way in this Champions League?
2: Well. They kind of did, didn't they? For one leg Mm. Um, So yeah, this was very promising And and weirdly, the fact that they dropped points The first time in the league at the weekend Makes me more um, uh, Kind of confident Because they're not going to play at the weekend For reasons we may come on to later Um, So next week I think it's it's next midweek Is the last group game They're going to be going into that With A little bit of, we just had our noses rubbed in it. Come on, lads, everybody. Um, So I think, bizarrely, the draw against Bordeaux is going to help because they've lost their perfect record and they're going to be a bit, hopefully, more up for it and a bit more engaged. I do think, just listening to the two of you then, I am so pleased I read the French coverage and yeah, really. the English <laughs> coverage. It's, Jesus Christ, that sounds like an absolute nightmare. Anyway, it, it really was.
1: Yeah. 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 The only thing I would say to, to Temple, what Phil said, is that at home to Liverpool, you know, if you're not up for that, I don't know what you would be up for.
2: But they were, Whereas, they were oh, oh. up for it. They just yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't.
1: I just, you know, I'm not con- so convinced that a Neymar will turn up the way to Red Star. Mm. Have
2: Which you seen, there was a stat about how many games he's actually played in Ligue of the available games? Opt to put it out. It's like half of the Ligue games he could have played in. He hasn't. He hasn't.
1: It's like, it's like Ryan Giggs. Yeah. Friend's yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There we go.
0: Yeah, I think I that... Think the bigger test will obviously come, um, sort of, you know, moving forwards. And 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 to be fair, a lot of people were talking about the idea that um, that sort of city would, uh, city PSG would cruise through against uh, Red Star. I mean, you know, okay, Liverpool been terrible away from home, but that's not a game you want to rock up with the attitude of, well, we'll win regardless. I mean, no, yes, they smashed them either. at home, but you know, it, it is one of those that they need to go out there with the right attitude and get, and get mean, the early goal.
2: Uh Red Star they drew with Napoli in the, the opening game. I mean they're We
0: they can may still have, make the Europa they
2: may have got tonked against um against uh PSG mm. at the Parc de France, but you know, they are definitely into this. Mm. So yeah, they And there are be.
1: allegedly reasons why they that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think, I think... And, and, and we will move on, possibly. From
0: <laughs> yeah. that. Yes, yeah. we will. Well, let's um let's hope that, uh, that that PSG can can silence a few people, and, and obviously the argument will go on about whether PSG are good for French football,
1: yada yada yada. But we'll leave that can behind. Say, can I just add one thing? Yes. In, in the five o in the Guardian, Barry wrote <laughs> your friend the next God. day and didn't. Or barely criticise PSG, which, frankly, is a bigger achievement for them than winning the Champions League.
0: I yes. Yeah. I. I it's weird, He's a weird one, if done because I like listening to him, but sometimes some of the things that come out of his mouth are bizarre. Um, and he does not hide his uh, his hatred of PSG or Real Madrid. That's for sure. But hey ho. Um, right. So that was European action. Obviously, we'll be here next week to cover. Uh, the the results uh, we might may well record a bit later in the week depending on schedules we'll see what, what we can do but yep. we will of course address what happens um, in those final two games um, but we should just touch on the results from the weekend and uh, we're just going to have a sort of a very brief line about a couple of clubs as we go. Um, so last weekend's game started on the 30th, and Etienne with a 3-0 victory over Nort. Uh, goals from Beric, Kazri and uh, Kolodzicek, who I can never say pronounce or pronounce properly. Oh, but, but Kazri's free kick. Oh, oh, oh delicious. And, oh. and at a key time as well, because they 1-0 up after 72 and Kazri's 84 yeah. goal sort of sealed the points, because Nort weren't that bad, I didn't think. Overall. No, uh,
2: um, but
0: that was that was good
2: clinical practical uh, approach to a game i thought and but yeah that was a, a lovely moment that free kick
0: quick um quick word for sonetian as well for while, while we're there i mean that's three wins out of the last four mm-hmm. um they're in sixth on the table they're only four points off of being second it's it's quite the return to form isn't it this season. i mean i know they weren't terrible i see they finished the season well but they seem to be a more robust Um, competitive outfit this year and and potentially your Open League spot would be an achievement?
2: Yeah, no, I think that's got to be what they're aiming for. It wouldn't be kind of an achievement. It has to be kind of a a realistic thing they're going for. I think they just seem more balanced Mm. this year that they've got the combination of defence and attack. The attack is still a little... Uh, under what some of the others around them are, but the defense is is holding strong. So I think they they've got a lot of balance. They've got a lovely kit, yeah. Um, and and they they are scoring some nice goals. And Rufia doesn't appear to have had one of his moments for a while. So that could mean that this could happen at any minute now. Yeah. But um, no, they look they look uh, solid. So I think you know the top. We've got kind of seven teams going to those six european places yeah given the cups which you know we know how that pans out so yeah they're definitely in there at the moment and uh yeah i think we'll probably be disappointed if they don't get something
0: so mm. yes and they're good to watch this year which i mean if you just said that mm. to me last year i'd have said well yeah they're great to watch if you can't sleep but um mm. yeah that they are it, it still sort of makes me go Three goals? Oh, okay. Um, when you see it. But yeah, they, they thoroughly merited the result in the end and are looking good. Um, elsewhere, and that was the Friday night, on the yeah. Saturday, um, Jez, let's just briefly touch on these two teams. Lille 2, Leon 2. Um, we also know that Lille won against Montpellier last night. Um, yes. Yeah. Nicola Pepe with yet another goal. He's enhancing his reputation. That's uh, 10 and 16, I think I'm right to saying this season. But goals for uh, Remy and, indeed, the aforementioned Pepe put Lille 2 up before Lyon came roaring back with Traore and a late Dembele leveller. Um, is this a mark of where these two sides are at the moment in terms of Lyon are probably where you'd expect? And uh, Lille second to the table, um, snapping a four-game unbeaten or uh, run without a, without a win... Really impressive from from Lille in particular, but a very entertaining game and, and proof that some of these games are, are very much worth watching.
1: Uh, yeah, Lille Lyon in particular was is, is, is a really good game, and you know before yesterday's match, you'd say that they were a little bit in the doldrums and um, on a sort of a bit of a, dire, a downward spiral. Although they played very well against Lyon, um, you know, giving up a, a 2 nil lead relatively late on at home. I think the to go both conceded within half the last half hour, suggested that that not the wheels have come off, but that they weren't quite as you know playing with the same sort of pep as they were earlier in the season. And last last night sort of paid to that. And, and as I said, that the whole goal league or the, the top places are so close now that um, you know they're up to second, crisis club Marseille, and uh, still right up there as well despite all or their fans seemingly in, in the pressure. So it shows that it takes a very little sort of dip or, or rise in form to, um, to steal a march from the other teams. And Lyon arguably, not surprisingly, after the City match went um, went in went sort of the way of the dip rather than, rather than um, sort of keeping up the same, the same level they played at City. So they're going to have to, to come from 2-0 down against one of their rivals away from home. They've got to be pleased with that, even if they perhaps want to win going into the match. Um, and you know, the other results went their way as well. Um, we won't go into too much detail about tonight's matches; it's not going so well at the moment. But um, certainly, at the end of the weekend, I think they'd have had to have been happy with, with their weekend's work.
0: Mm. Depay missed a penalty as well, didn't he, in that game? So it could have been... Um...
1: Wayne, Depay is... I mean the problem is it's not a problem. I, mean, I suppose it's it's evident that that's going to happen. But I was going to say Depay is kind of sort of plays in the image of Leon, but you have just got no idea what you're going to get. Yeah. I mean, I suppose that's the case mm-hmm. with a few. And Dombello and Alou, I think, are still a bit like that, and uh, Dembele as well. So um, on their day, they they can look like world beaters, that capable of beating City. And on their day, they're, they're Capable of going 2 0 down at half time against the
0: team with my no coach. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't help but um, wonder, and don't get me wrong, um, I'm very glad he is where he is. And no, OL, oh well, he can't have him back. But I do wonder what an, a Leon side with Alex Lacazette now would be like. Um, yeah, just somebody who's that consistent goal yeah, scorer.
2: They, they do, it's weird, isn't it? Because who's up front? Mm. Is it Dubai? You know, Tryo is more winger. De more like winger. is winger. Is Depay a striker? Is he more number ten? Is he even Dembele? He's
0: not really a centre forward, is he? Not no, Al- they're Al-
2: they're Al- they're still, um, but they're still up there. And I think they're now unbeaten in five, although that may change given what we're seeing at the moment. And we're recording during game sixteen, which yeah. kind of confuses things a bit. But I think the the fact that you know we've had, lost goal. And then, you know, yesterday we had Montpellier, Lille. It, it's very, those podium spots at the moment, they're on Lille 30, Montpellier 29, Lyon 28. That is really tight. It's really interesting. You know, forget PSG. They're off, they're away, they're wherever. But it's, like I said, we've got seven teams going for the six European places, unless somebody, you know, comes up from below but also the fight to be on the podium rather than uh europe league places is also shaping up to be really really close so i think that's you know that's the the cool stuff to be watching over the next couple of weeks is who is gonna you know get to christmas where and then start the new year obviously with the Coupe de france and uh, and get the campaign for the for the retour off to a to a good start. So yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's 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 uh, a there is interesting stuff to watch in this in this Farmers League.
1: But <laughs> just, just just quickly on, on Leon, the, the the attacking issues. I'd argue, and I actually just saw uh, a Leon fan tweet at long time as well. That one of the big issues there is is everyone feels the need to play Fekir as mm. our captain, it's not entirely his fault. We the girl, niggles, but he's got no form whatsoever at the moment, and he's yeah. to be playing better
0: when he's not playing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, some, sometimes it is one of those. Yeah, why why you don't always have to play players every single game, but it is a, a little bit of a, a tough one. Um, we had uh, a couple of other results to on as well. Anger drawing with Calm 1 1. Claudia Bova equalising from Capel's opener for the home side. Gangomp, Nice 0 0. Nothing to see here. Although I would stress probably that's more drop points for Gangomp they really can't afford to drop. Uh, Monaco 1 Montpellier 2. So good start. Another weekend. comeback. Yes. Brilliant.
2: Um, uh, Tielemans opened the scoring in the first half. And then um, Montpellier got two back Late. in five minutes, uh, 81 and 86 in the second half. Uh, I think Pierre Menez described this as Le Festival Jemerson on, yeah. uh, on yes. Canal Plus because I um, had one. Who understand the Monaco defence had another one of its. Okay. Well,
1: issues. I oh. felt really sorry for Monaco because, especially the first half, I actually thought they were fantastic. They were, yeah. Um, certainly by their recent standards, I thought the defence, I think it was a five man defence, it looked really solid. Um, Hendricks and Pierre Gabriel on the right, and um, actually Jemison looked okay. Badiachi they looked a really good uh, passing player. Um, and Tielemans, it was definitely. I think the best I've seen him play for Monaco was entirely running well the show and he fully deserved his goal, which he pretty much engineered, um, sort of being at the start and the end of a, of a good counter attack. But then the second half, they just got more and more nervous, fell further and further mm-hmm. back. And, and yeah, the winner came from a, a horrific a mistake. Yeah. yeah,
2: and, 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 that, and that, I think, is better Skulatish's first, first goal.
1: It was more yeah, brilliant. Yeah.
2: And yeah. when I went to see them, uh, against uh, Marseille recently, uh, it was the Bordeaux game. In fact, it was like he was brought on late on to waste time, and nobody gave a shit except him. He looked desperate to get his first goal, so he has now. Uh, I feel very happy for the Mr. Skeletor, and uh, and we hope he continues.
0: Indeed, indeed. We will touch uh, on Monaco uh, again just in a second. Um, but the other results from the weekend uh, we saw Neem the, uh, the Crops, getting a 3 0 win over Omian, um, uh, Dennis Boanga, Lorient legend, and uh, two late goals from uh, Aloui, securing the points there for Neem. Another good I, home win. For
2: ironically, them. Gertner was still good in that game. Indeed, yeah, he was with his really hair. good. And, he with was his big
0: hair. This was fucking shocking. But um, he. Yeah, he, is he kept the score down almost. <laughs> you suggest, yeah, yeah, right? and, and that's something yeah. saying something when you lose three nil. But uh, um, there wasn't any scorekeeping down in, in Toulouse on Sunday, uh, where they ended up two two. Rene sent off it, as early as the fifth minute for Toulouse, yes. um, and then uh, <laughs> Dijon... not help. There was no arguments either, I think it's fair to say. No. Um, Dijon went flying ahead into a 2-0 lead. Aguirre and uh, Abid with the, uh, the second before Max Crudell and Leia with 13 minutes to go. Uh, two goals in five minutes, in fact, in that game, securing mm-hmm. a draw for Toulouse. Um, Marseille stank the place out with a 0-0 draw against Ram um, at the Velodrome. That will not be a result that would have gone down well. Um, and, uh, Jazz this... Um, this will probably transition nicely into into some news this week. Um, Wren collapsed 4 1 at home to Strasbourg. Now, full credit to Strasbourg, who I thought on, on the day were, were superb. Two goals in, indeed from uh, Jonas Martin from the penalty spot, Martinez and Thomason with uh, the goals after Ismail put Wren in front. But uh, that result led to a casualty in the dugout for Wren. Do tell us more.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, it would be good if you'd had Rich here this week to. Um, to give more of a sort of inside scoop but, um,
2: or, or possibly we just have to put on you know emotional music and let <coughs> him, yeah, let, let him expound <laughs> there's a reason, Rich,
0: there's a reason yeah. Rich, Rich went to Cologne for a week I thought, yeah. I it
1: was sort of... he's feeling a little bit better now anyway but, <laughs> yeah. um, I think that uh, I don't know I mean, we, we go through, through a little bit, it's, you know it's not quite Marseille standards but there's something about Ren. It just always seems that they're not too far away from maybe crisis is a bit stronger words, but it always feels like they've got the squad and the setup and the, the, the a little bit of history as well to to kind of take a step up and and, and every time it doesn't happen, I guess, there's a failure to launch, and I think. This year in particular, I think they had such a good summer and a lot of people really, and, you know, they finished well last year, obviously, they've um, got their European place, they haven't let it, well, maybe they have let it disrupt, them, I don't know, but even within Europe, although they're, they're, they're not yet qualified, they've still got a chance, but they've been, I think, even the poor results that they've had in Europe, they've actually been unlucky, they have played quite well. But it just, again, I think because of this regular turnover of players and, more importantly, regular turnover of coaches, it doesn't allow anyone to settle and build any kind of head and head of steam. And I think that was, that's was that been a, a big issue, I think, um, this year. I mean, obviously, that there's, there's clearly been stuff going on in the background where Lemushi and, and the manager who's been sacked and, and Leton, who's the, the president, clearly... Uh, I haven't seen eye to eye on a few things, um, the main one being sort of just playing staff, as in who gets picked, who should play, um, I think has had quite a, well I think he had a big say in the, in the summer signings, um, who went in and out, and um, particularly um, has been sort of sticking his all into, or trying to stick his all into team selections this year, so in a way, I'm not sure that Lumushi will be devastated to have gone, but it just is again indicative of, of things not being quite right there. Even though it feels like all the ingredients are there, for for them to, you know, on paper, are they any worse than um, than Saint Etienne? I'm not sure they are, and I think they should. They really should be well up there as well, but mm. uh, things need to be sorted out. There was some <clears throat>
0: excuse me. There some comments, wasn't there, from I think it was was it Grenier and. Um... Ben Arthur that have come out since that they've both denied? Or was it Gorkouf? I think it might be Gorkouf, sorry. Um, but yeah, there's been some talk that there was a little bit going on that, that maybe is now leaking out, which is always seems to be the way, doesn't it? Manager goes... Gorkouf's
1: not there. Anymore,
0: so. No, of course, no. It must have been Grenier then, doesn't it? Yeah. I it was,
1: Yeah, I mean, Grenier... Grenier's mixed up. Grenier is one thing. Sly I'm, I'm really, really shocked that Ben Arthur turns out to be a troublemaker <laughs>
2: No, I don't. No, hang on, hang on. Has he been confirmed to be one of the party guys? Because that doesn't sound like him.
0: No, no. He he sounds more like the sort of guy who curls up with Antiques Roadshow and a, a well, you know, a couple of beers. I'm
2: just saying he it's doesn't. Two busy go out building to... himself,
1: running
2: up and down the beach. <laughs> no, but uh, what I thought was interesting about this game was um, it started. That Sargo, again was mm. Woof. He's wow, um, and
1: yeah. also
2: Kubek. Yes, pretty good. <laughs> Again, it's like, and then four girls conceded. It's a I weird mean, one. Well,
1: Quebec, um I think, it was dropped for tonight, and then uh, yeah, dropped for tonight. That's, that's, yes, but yeah, that's played at the yeah, yeah. But I'm just that—that's one of the things. Letan apparently has been pushing for Diallo, and earlier in the season, when dropped and Diallo came in, that was Letan kind of pushing behind the scenes of apparently as well.
2: No, but I mean. Just looking at, I mean, that Martinez back heel at the mm. end looked a little bit sarcastic, didn't it? But one thing I get is, because obviously Strasbourg are, where are they, 8th at the mm-hmm. minute?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. And they're pulling what Evian did in 2011-12. It's
0: been brilliant. <laughs> I really you. enjoyed watching
2: them. <laughs> but they they. they they don't shoot an awful lot, but when they do, they've got the second cool. highest conversion rate in the league. It's like, yeah. whoa, watch them when they come towards you. So yeah, that was I think it was it was coming at I'm not in horrendous trouble, but it's not good. No. Uh so as Jess said, it's like if they were just aiming to stay up, fine. But they do have a squad which is which should be top half. So mm. why the hell are they down that? But they are still in Europe. They are um, at time of recording, winning against Lyon. Um, mm. You know, it's it's an odd one. But I think it, it did look like Lamouchi's kind of system had run its course. Yeah. So no, I just it's have to see if 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 Mark Hughes rocks up um, mm. in Brittany. I don't know. Mark
0: can you imagine um, mark üge mark üge <laughs> <Mark Hugh>, yeah <laughs> um yeah i mean it, 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 it as you say it was almost sort of coming and um and that that was the, the the straw that broke the camel's back but um and and on Ismail Asar as well people obviously talking about pepe i think sa is probably the one that i would be looking at myself but that's just mm-hmm. me Um, Anywho, uh, the other result of the weekend Saw PSG finally drop points For the first time this season We're not really going to focus on it too much Other than to say Bordeaux were excellent On the night Um, Probably this game was was more notable for PSG In terms of the injuries Uh, Mbappe um, having a a, a touch of ego uh, ego Ego-based injuries When um, basically got cramp uh, (laughs) But immediately asked to be substituted And was on no uncertain terms Told to just get on with it So he stayed Um, out there
2: And just one thing on this match, looking at the stats, Bordeaux, basically, it was 37% possession to 63 for PSG. Bordeaux had 18 shots to nine, four on target to two. So they were scattershot, to be fair, but they took the view that if we just pepper the goal here, Hmm. something might happen. So I think if you're kind of Putting one third, two thirds possession against two to one on shots, that shows, you know, something about Bordeaux really went for this. They did very well. PSG need to be a little bit cautious about other people doing that to them.
0: Perhaps. There was a, a smidge of arrogance about that PSG performance as well, I thought. Especially at 2-1, they had chances to kill the game and, and didn't take them. And uh, the inevitable seemingly happened. But um, credit where credit's due to Bordeaux, as I say, taking advantage of the mm-hmm. opportunities they, they got and secured. Uh, what for them will be a delightful point. And as I say, PSG's first drop points this season. Um,
1: so and Bordeaux uh, just taken the lead against Epic.
0: There we go. So it's obviously rubbing off um, in, in, a, in a good respect. Um, the only other results that we have, as say, there are games going on live, as, as just mentioned there, so we won't know the outcomes of those. But uh, we mentioned Montpellier losing to Lille last evening. We also uh, should mention well, it shouldn't
2: have. That was really frustrating. I just yeah, I, there was it, was. it was. I think the first time Montpellier have played four at the back all season. It's like why, why change a system that's working and then they. Had a lot of chances, but didn't manage to overturn that. It was a really early goal from Pepe, with assist from Icone, which is so
0: gutting because, of course, he was here.
2: There was uh, two things
0: last year. Yeah. That Lecomte save um, from Point Blank Rage oh. foot was incredible. Um, he and then, pulled off a couple of those. To be he honest. did, and, and I've always liked him. Um, but, uh, and, and also, there was that incident of, um, of, of bad sportsmanship towards the end, um, which was interesting. Um, Does this
2: involve Andy Delort, the man currently under investigation by the police?
0: Well, sort of, but the, yeah. the, the ball, I mean, the, the, the goalkeeper is struck by, I say, a missile. A missile would be a bit strong. Um, it looked like a it, bag. Oh,
2: of, this was peanuts. This
0: was, was it, a bag of, peanuts. it. looked like a bag of nuts, didn't
2: it? Yeah. yeah, and it, yeah it, I mean, it, it's, if you're in Moson, basically, if you ever go to Marcon, uh there will be guys wandering around with trays of candied peanuts, or crisps, or popcorn. Now, hmm. this season, um, and basically, you throw them two euros, and they throw you the comestibles. Hmm. Um, and so, I can only imagine that one of the stewards must have chucked. Two euros in the direction of somebody and and missed catching his snacks. Well, uh, it was unfortunate, but it was peanuts. It wasn't a banana, and it wasn't a lighter. No, I mean that wasn't anything. A can opener, which I
0: think was chucked at Neymar at the velodrome. It was um, more the reaction, yeah. though, wasn't it? I mean, Mike Magnon <laughs> took it and, and basically... Well, um, if he... you're hit by something that heavy, yeah. I go down. And, and like... he and he didn't know what it was. So he rolls the ball out of place at so the touchline to to basically report this to the referee. Uh, meanwhile, in Montpellier land, they quite take a quick throw in and try to take advantage of it. It was all very unsavoury. Yeah. Um, but nevertheless... Or, well,
2: uns. Um, they're sweet peanuts. So well, well very savory. good. See what you've done there. Yeah. No, sorry. I'm. Yeah, it, it was just given everything that we've seen chucked to players this week.
0: Yeah.
2: Candied peanuts is. Something which I'm going, yeah, that's actually quite heartwarming.
0: It was the, uh, yeah, I think it was the the, the sportsman like element of it was was a bit poor, but yeah. nevertheless, you know, Fine. nothing came of it. The only other thing I just wanted to mention, and Jez, I'll just, just, uh, just a brief one on this one if we can. Um, say again? Neither. No, 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 we'll, 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 <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that for another week. Um, <laughs> no, I wanted to talk um Falcao's two penalties um, which obviously after his penalty in in Madrid last week I'm sure he would have been breaking it slightly but he scored both in a two-nil win for Amiens uh, sorry for Monaco away at Amiens last night and we should mention as well Nice also drew with Angers 0-0 but uh, nothing really much to mention there other than a red card for Boutel for Angers later on Um, but yeah two-nil win for Monaco Um, fair to say all is not Solved, and, and, you know, the world is not a wonderful place, but it does lift Monaco up to 17th at time of recording. Signs that, that Henri is starting to, to get to grips with things. I mean, it, it's not his fault that half the squad is, is injured or dead, uh, metaphorically, of course. And, um, and and it's not his fault that he was parachuted into, uh, you know, a bit of a disaster zone. Again, not really a particular fault of Jardim at the time. But just signs in this game, I thought that, that Monaco is starting to... To play the way he wants them to and, and take opportunities when they come along,
1: yeah. I think so. I mean, as, as I said, I thought they were, they were really unlucky against Montpellier, they played very well for the most part. Um, after I said, didn't watch yesterday's match, by all accounts, they were pretty poor actually. And you now they're with a better team, but um, you know, if you win really some, you lose some, I guess. And um, whereas an undeserved defeat the other day, as as a little bit like if the, the win against Kanda, they'll take the wins however they come at the moment. And certainly, the said against Monaco, I think, only is this sort of, um, yes, uh, it's not about stamping his authority or his style or anything. I think when you're sort of fighting fires, the style is less important. And, and you said something to that effect. I think after the con match said, yeah, of course I want us to be playing sort of team football, but at this stage we just need to stay solid and, and, and get the points. But I think, you know, he's flooding a few very talented young players. Like I said, that is Chile, I think, was really, really impressed since he's come in. Mm. Um, Masanga as well, I like Yeah, off. He's, he's looked excellent. Silla, you know, isn't scoring, but he's getting chances up front. Um, so yeah I think gradually things are settling a little bit Uh, you know it's the usual thing about confidence and momentum until you get that first win you're going to just be so desperate to get the first win once you've got it then you can relax just a little bit and I think Dijon winning at the moment Monaco back down to 17, but at least you know that's the playoff place rather than in the relegation wire
0: or dressed yeah.
1: Yeah, there's I think there's three points on three teams on thirteen points at the moment. And Dijon on sixteenth. And Monaco don't have a bad, relatively, they don't have a bad goal difference. So you know they're still very much in touch. And I still think that, neon um, aside, although as we see tonight, it, that it's not a formality that we are going to win at home. Um, but they don't have the worst run for Christmas. So I think they should be looking to, uh, obviously not be safe, but certainly. Take a couple of steps further up between now and, and, the, and the winter break. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I will say is that, in a, in a sense, he was unlucky because he hit the bar with a decent shot while, while when Monaco won their luck against Antonio, probably that, they to put the game away. But I, I've never been convinced about him, I wasn't even convinced about him at the World Cup, so I'm hoping I'm not sounding like a Tempo. But Golovin is one of the worst players I've seen in years. <laughs> how is he playing in top right football
0: he's he's a little bit Andre Arshavin. on his day he's wonderful other times he's not so wonderful um as I mean, somebody, as know, somebody
2: said Chad, on another pod recently his days come few and far between yeah
0: <laughs> he, i
1: mean chadley was awful and god of it made him look good
0: and Chadley is awful, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, No, I, I, I take your point. Um, I think uh, he's one that, that I was quite excited to, to see come because on his day, i say he is very, very good. But there are other days. Um, there's a few like that. Pavlichenko used to be a bit like that in his day, didn't he? There was a few that, that could turn it on in some games and not in others. But the, the next game, of course, does see the um, what's being dubbed the Invincibles derby, um, Henri versus Vieira uh in terms of at the weekend. So um that will definitely be one to to keep uh, keep a lookout for, I would suggest. Um <laughs>
1: well, I would of suggest, might not be yeah, but... <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. I <laughs> think possible. it'll more Watch the touchline. Yeah, it depends why you're watching. But. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's going to be like, ooh, that's a nice suit. The Football yeah. is terrible, but that's a nice suit.
0: Indeed, yeah. yeah. He almost wants <laughs> sort of like Gilles Grimondi to come streaking across the pitch just for, to keep it entertaining. Happily, but... <laughs>
2: streaking would certainly, you know, add yeah. an element. Anyway. With those curls.
0: Um, but yes, so that was the, the week of that. <laughs> <laughs> the week that was <laughs> um, we um we are just going to touch very briefly on on news as well before we preview the weekend's games um so first of all from from the lady side there was probably the uh, the, the the biggest thing to note from this was not so much the what watched uh, stop go on right you you, you have you have this, was, this this yeah this
2: is the first time the Ballon d'Or has been awarded to women. There is another uh, award, which is the FIFA World Player of the Year, which has in the past been won by such so luminaries as uh, you know, um, Abby Wambach and uh, um, I think Marta and Nadine Angara. And but this is the first Ballon d'Or for women. And Ada Hegerberg of OL won. Ada Hegerberg uh, is in her fifth season at OL. She's won Divin uh, four times and is going to get a fifth very soon. She's got three Coupe de France's, a, a previously also a Norwegian cup. Uh, she's won the Women's Champions League three times. She's got over 200 club goals. She's scored 38 in 66 for Norway. She's one of the top five scorers at Parker O.L., despite only having played 11 games there. 14 goals, one every 67 minutes. And... That's what you need to remember. Not Mm. that some cock DJ who, frankly, watching French Twitter, nobody knows who the fuck he is, uh, asked her to twerk
1: Mm.
0: after
2: giving her the award. Uh, His last single, as far as I can tell, reached the heady heights of 76th in the uh, French chart. So, fuck him. Ada is awesome. And that has has to be the story
0: he's a producer of some description is he but he's, he, mouth, he right? says he's
2: a dj he's my age and he's hanging around with these people he's too short he's uh just he's a rat it
0: so, was the, the as you rightly say and took the words out of my mouth of so the story should have been about the fact that, that uh, quite rightfully got the. Got but now
2: the... i'm having to say that's a story while Referring to the other bits of the story, which is really annoying. It's, but it's this not, is this is what happens.
0: It's not been and, a good week for uh, football fans or award presenters, as it, in you know, as you mentioned earlier, banana gate and you know blatant sort of sexism. It's not been a good week in, in terms of people. Um, but doing the fact is, game. what
2: was really uh, really heartening for me was I'm watching this and just going, the fuck. And, immediately, and face was a thing. immediately Twitter was all, the fuck, what, mm. what is he doing? Who is this guy? What the hell is he saying? Ada is awesome. And so it was brilliant to see the reaction, which was pretty much unanimously... The Go right away, way, little man, mm. and then his kind of "I'm sorry if anybody was offended." Oh, no that apology, was apology where he claimed this was down to his limited knowledge of English, despite the fact he asked the question in French, and she's working in a third language, yeah, sadly, and was still able to give him the eye and just walk off.
0: Yeah, she handled um, it brilliantly. I thought, by the yeah. way, I thought she but
2: she, uh, she shouldn't have been put in that position because no. she said she didn't feel it was sexist because it must be really really difficult for a woman playing football to actually call that out publicly yeah you know she's if she says yeah that was unnecessary she's going to get more shit so if she said well i, I you know i don't take it that badly whatever she's being a good person but also she's being forced into a position where she has to say that hmm. and that that is what grinds my gears more than anything else she had she felt she had to come out and say something and she had to
0: say I think you put that very, very well and, uh, and well said. I think, yeah. it's, I think, as you say, unanimously, everyone is, is certainly in the same court as you. Um, however, speaking of the same court, uh, Jez, in terms of the men's award, a lot of people having very differing views upon the winner, which was Luka Modric, not a huge surprise. None um, of whom were asked
2: to twerk, although, to be fair, Griezmann does occasionally. Yeah, I
0: don't like Oh, so, I don't know. That. No. Um, but uh, yeah, Modric got it. Jez probably would be fair to say that in, an, in a year that France have won the World Cup, um, sort of Messrs um, maybe to a lesser extent, Kylian Mbappe, and to a very large extent, Rafa Varane would probably look at this and go, hmm? Uh, and, and this not to degrade Modric, who's clearly a wonderful footballer, but um, he had a very, very good two... And, and absolutely not guilty of that dream. Well, yeah, absolutely, but I mean, he he had he had a very good two two to four weeks. Um, I don't really did too well. Did
1: he? I think he played well against Argentina, and that yeah. sort of just captured the imagination. And that
0: there is, is an good. argument for that, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, he, he kind of had Croatia a little bit on his back, along with Rakitic and Perisic and, and Rebic. I would say with the the did four now. But... That's already
1: four players. I thought Superstich had a good Superstich as well yeah, well. yeah, I thought that would... Vida was good. Did he really have them on his back?
0: Mm, i don't know i, I mean i don't get it wrong i mean he's expert so i mean you know i've got nothing good to say about him but um uh, sorry but yeah I, I i don't know i just i i can sort of see i think the thing that bugs me and feel free to to agree or disagree to me the ballon d'or is just a bit of a big joke now because was it three out three out of 30, the top 30 only three were defenders which is a joke in itself um, you, you never see goalkeepers um, in the running for it. You never see defenders. It's all about who's marketable. It's all about basically who wins the other awards while they can win this one too. Uh, it just it just smacks as a bit of a nonsense to me, and that's that's the bit that that gripped me. I mean, who, who would you have gone for if if it had been your choice?
1: I'd have gone Varane first choice, Squeezman second. Mm. Um, I've said it numerous times. I think not Pass- Rami then. Uh, <laughs> he's he'd have completed the podium. He, he could have carried um, it, couldn't he? Uh? <laughs> <laughs> and dropped it. Yeah. Um, I think that for um, I mean, first of all, let's let. I mean, in my opinion, anyway, Messi is by a country mile the best player in the world. So yeah. there's all these people complaining. If if it was just based on that, then there's no point in having the award. Messi would just win it. And even this year, he's had a good season. But the fact is that rightly or wrongly, people do base it on on what they've achieved sort of trophy-wise, usually during that season, certainly usually in an in even-numbered season. And an um, even-numbered year, rather. And, um, obviously, Modric did win the Champions League and did get to the World Cup final, so it's not a completely outrageous decision. But Varane won the Champions League, won the World Cup, I think was, personally, by far the best player in the World Cup. I think he was more or less perfect all the way through. Griezmann won the Europa League, was man of the match and scored two goals in the final. In the World Cup, he didn't have a great group stage. Uh, yeah, group stage with it. I thought in the knockout stages, he was absolutely superb. He was the player who made France tick. He was one of their best defenders. He was their best midfielder, one of their best attackers. In the final, for me, he was the man of the match. He scored... Um, forced their own goal, he scored the penalty he set up Hogwarts goal um, to me either of them would have deserved it a hell of a lot more than Modric oh. um, uh, you know arguably the, the, maybe the, a bit like Germany four years ago that because there weren't necessarily one standout player possibly the votes sort of got diluted between them um, I've said also before I absolutely don't think Mbappe should have won it because I don't think we had you know it's judged on the calendar year, and I don't think you have a particularly good first six months at the same time. Modric, by all accounts, has had an awful season this season so far. So, again, I, I think it's a bizarre, bizarre call. And um, the weird thing is that, again, like UNFP, like and one of the rules in England, it's picked by football, met, football people. So, you'd expect defenders and goalkeepers to be there because these are people who play with them or. For them, mm. or ask them, and yeah. um, they should know better than you know. It's not sort of, I don't know, eleven-year-old kids in the playground who all, all want to just be in that and Neymar because they're the ones that score the goals. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's a sort of fun ceremony and everything, but it shouldn't be taken too seriously. And um, you know, we all know how seriously Ronaldo is taken it over in the years, which is ridiculous. And Ribery having a history bit about it in the past, and yeah, I think Griezmann to a lesser extent, I know some will disagree with me, but Griezmann has a little bit too much, and Mbappe, and I think, even more with his PR machine and his people. I think mm-hmm. they, they've really overdone his desperation to win it, and uh, I'd rather that Ronaldo can do without sort of cleaning and everything, but I'd rather that the France team yeah, he's- just concentrated on the football.
0: He's got enough on his plate. I think it's fair to say. <laughs> a bit but yeah, yeah, I, I I do agree. I, I, I just, uh, I mean, it, I, I don't think it doesn't, I don't know, sleep over it, but it's just not something that I'm particularly trust in, believe in individual awards are not really my cup of tea, shall we say. Um, one
2: one little thing, uh, obviously during the ceremony, because there's so much glitz and terrible clothes and et cetera, <laughs> but um, if I could dream, uh performed his wonderful World Cup song
0: mm, I uh, which
2: is just basically all the names of the players. And you can see Deschamps is in the crowd looking all to Samuel Um, <laughs> um I'm not I so mean, sure I like is it David Ginnell was yeah, he looked it's, like a, a DJ in the background It,
0: it was. He looked like Forgetting. my dad At a wedding that's, is what he looked like That's
2: fine But I mean, that song was brilliant And you can see Deshaun is really into it He's not the coolest man in the world But he is fully into it and um, our good friend Muhammad Ali uh, tweeted out while I'd of course wanted England to win the World Cup Stormzy featuring Gareth Southgate would never have thought oh, that can off. you imagine <laughs> I, t- I,
0: t- I tell you that song beats out the bloody Southgate the uh, atomic kitten nonsense I tell you oh god what? yeah the, the, the Jess knows what I mean the, <clears throat> the um, Southgate you're the one you still turn me on oh my god it's horrendous <laughs> That is, just... I, I, I think
2: possibly this needs to be shared on private messaging later because I have uh, no uh, idea what you're talking about.
0: Just just honestly, it, <sighs> it's worth a Google, but it, it's it's a, it's, a horrendous. I don't think it is. No, Sorry, it's not. I mean, add that to the England band, and you've got a recipe for disaster. Oh, but anyway, bacon, <sighs> yes. Um, anyway,
1: just <laughs> one more thing on the ballon door Jeremy Chano of the uh, legendary original Spider Man. Um,
2: former
1: goalkeeper. That's mm. mm. sent a tweet during the ban on doors, basically. So just a reminder that I still won as many ban on door as before and Cassia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As,
2: as that man, man is crazy. because um, I somebody was talking about um, you know, uh ce- um celebrations and whether he's kind of doing uh drogba recently. And I pointed out that the whole Spider-Man thing was because of Jeremy Jano, who played in a full Spider-Man kit
0: Well, I, I a couple actually, of
2: times. I I mean, the, man's, thought... the man's a little bit special.
0: Obviously, unless you're an Arsenal fan, you probably wouldn't see this, but th- there's quite a lot of very enjoyable celebrations between Messrs Aubameyang and Lacazette that are clearly oh, yeah. brought up in training. Um, I actually thought Aubameyang's at the weekend was more uh, Randy Orton, which is probably only something that wrestling <laughs> fans are going to understand, but the pose was definitely that. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm all for a little jig here and there when it's done correctly. Um, not always is it done correctly, should be stressed, but still. Um Okay, so that was the bell on the door. um just, just before we finish off this week, uh, the fixture programme this weekend. We're not really sure at time recording what's going on. Originally, mm. PSG Montpellier was postponed for definite. We knew that. A yep. second game was then added, uh, which was the Dijon game, was it? I think now, right. toulouse well was also... So, so that was postponed as well. But we're now at the time of recording hearing. Potentially, the whole weekend's fixtures are now in doubt. Um, just for those who are living under a rock, jazz—is there something you want to reason behind why this is going on?
1: Um, I don't want to go into too much detail because no, just a brief. I'm not in the middle of it, so Phil probably knows
0: <laughs> better
2: than me. But it's yeah, um, people are. But people are blocking roads because of petrol taxes, and this has escalated into running battles on the street as setting yeah. fire to shit and and punching the CRS.
0: So it's a bit like a weekend in Millwall, then.
2: Yeah, but um, the, about the postponement of PSG Montpellier, uh, Laurent Nicolas gave a great quote, which is basically: "We understand because it's more of important to protect the Arc de Triomphe." Than the Parc des bras mm. Basically, the police have asked for the postponements we know about because they've got a lot on their hands because there are scheduled uh, manifestations um, for the weekend. So mm. basically, the police are like, we cannot look after a large football match while we're trying to deal with, um, you know, uh, demonstrators in the all and all of the shithouses. And Toulouse is. Another city which is well known for its, um, uh, shall we say, um, pointed expression of political will. Hmm. And so that explains that. And like you say, if this spreads further, then the whole thing might be off. But that seems kind of unlikely to me, given that there seems to have been some kind of political deals done recently with um, Macron. Uh, kind of standing down on a couple of things Hmm. but yeah it looks like it's going to be another tricky weekend um, in France Uh, and this is not just people waving flags and and blocking roads people have died Uh, things have been set on fire it is not a happy situation at the moment, so the police need to focus where they need to focus, and the football will catch up later on.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. Um, you should think just to go off football, but it's you know, some people who rightly or wrongly feel entitled to the protest, which is fine, but it's the way that it's been sort of hijacked so, by others. There, there, there is destroying sort of national
2: there is a big difference between how this movement started which is not connected to unions in any way it was all done on social media it was people um whose ability to work has been seriously impacted by uh government policy recently getting together there is a big difference between how it started and how it is now manifesting itself would be mm. my opinion that, uh, a couple of weeks ago you were looking at basically working class people, um, setting up blockades on roads and at roundabouts. And now we're seeing what looks like going to black block setting fire to stuff. Um, high school students turning over cars because they've got the excuse to do it because they can say they're gilets They're not. They're kids trashing personal property of the very people that the whole movement is supposed to be supporting. It's There's always a pill
1: basically. It's yeah.
2: problematic. It has developed and there are now different movements and biases getting involved, which is, again, why the police have said that they would really rather not be trying to deal with a football match at the same time as dealing with all of this shit, which I'm sure it, it seems reasonable.
0: Yeah, agreed. So basically, at time of recording, we don't know if we'll have games to report on next week in terms of league. We will, of course, have the usual. If we
2: do, Santetti and Marseille on Sunday, it yes. looks like the, the good one.
0: Marseille on a Sunday? surely not yeah. um and of course the the invincible derby as we mentioned earlier on awesome. is, is going to be a highlight as well if that uh, does indeed go ahead so good stuff okay well um that will do us for this week um if he's not full of sausages and beer uh we may get rich back uh <laughs> next week all being well and that's not a euphemism um if not um i'm sure the three of us uh, or indeed one of uh, us and, and Connor potentially will be here. So uh, we shall leave it there. We obviously wish PSG and Leon all the luck in the world next week. Hopefully they can bring home the bacon. Um, and of course we'll have this week's uh, or the, the games going on now to report on next week as well. So just remains me to thank our lovely listeners. Thank you to you all for tuning in. And of course, thank you to Phil. Thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you to Jez. Thank you and uh, we shall speak to you again next week as i say stay tuned to our twitter feed because at the moment we don't know what day it will be but it will be one of the days so until then assuming there is football enjoy your french football and we'll speak to you next week